welcome to Take the Upgrade podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Carrie. And we are sisters passionate about helping others rise to the next level. We are the co-founders and owners of The Natural Shift, and we created this podcast with you in mind. Each week, we will share simple tips that are easy to implement or an inspiring interview, all with the same intention, to raise the collective and to help you step into your best life. We are so excited to have you join us. Get ready to create real progress and lasting change. So let's get started. Hey guys, it's Carrie here. Welcome into the podcast. Before we get started, I wanted to tell you about some cool free things that we have for you on our website and also a little bit about today's guest. We have two free ebooks waiting just for you. They're going to be linked in our show notes. The first one is Top Three Habits to Upgrade Your Health. And this is going to be all about how to get into action and make small steps to become the best version of you. The second one is called Upgrade Your Cart, and this is all about how to make better choices at the grocery store. This is for all you chip lovers. It's going to help you make better choices in that area. So I hope you'll go check those out. Of course, they're linked in the show notes. Alrighty, on to today's guest. Her name is Sherry Vreeman, and Sherry is a presidential diamond in doTERRA and a super inspirational woman that I have come to know, of course, through doTERRA. We met that way, and I was just so inspired by her journey and just to get to know her a little bit better. It really touched my, my life and really impacted me. So I knew right away that I wanted to to kind of bring that to you all and to help you understand and come to know her a little bit better and just to share in her story, which is so powerful. I'm excited for you to listen in. I hope you guys enjoy. So excited to chat with you a little bit today about yourself and your background and, and what taking the upgrade means to you because you guys were in for a treat. Sherry is a awesome mm. person. I've learned so much from her, been so inspired by her, and I just know that you guys are going to feel the same way. So welcome, Sherry. And, and you want to start off with just telling us a little bit about yourself and your background so we can get to know you better? Well, thank you, Carrie. I have enjoyed getting to know you so much. It was a, a sweet, pleasant surprise because we hadn't met um, until this last little retreat we did. And Yes. How fun to actually get to share space with you. So you have blessed me and inspired me. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm excited to be here with you guys. I think I love the opportunity to visit with people um, about life in general and journeys because I am in my mid-50s. And uh, I feel like at this point, I'm probably about halfway through my life. And I've done enough wrong. I've done <laughs> a few things right that um, I'm always excited to talk about the experience and and hear from others, you know, so I think that iron sharpens iron. And so when we get together and we share the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, there's, there's just always um, growth and there's always things I learn and I love it when I can speak into somebody else's life as well. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to share this morning. I yeah. think that um, one of the things I've, I've learned in my journey is that we all tend to think our story maybe isn't as magnificent as somebody else's or maybe not quite as fancy or and, um, and, and I feel that way most of the time. And then I, I end up running into people that it's, it helped me realize and remember, it's about the, the simple day-to-day choices, the simple day-to-day um, desire and courage, I think. I would say courage to step into new things that actually create, you know, the overall picture. And it doesn't always look maybe magnificent to us, but it is magnificent and it is incredible. And it does speak to somebody. And so 
um, even though I would say, oh, I don't know that my story's, you know, anything is super crazy awesome. There's a lot of people living regular life. Like I look at you, you're, you're a severely educated woman. <laughs> I love that about you. I know I can ask you um, about a lot of big words. <laughs> but I love that you are so sweet and true to so into and share and encourage and would help me in that, you know. And so for me, I don't have all of that. Um, but my journey has been one of just simplicity and step-by-step growing into the next place as I look back. And so at 50, I made probably the biggest up-leveling moment of my life. And um, I struggle with, is this too late? Can I really move forward? Um, I was born and raised in Southern California. I simply went to technical school and I was a dental assistant and I enjoyed it. I loved it. My husband came from a small town in Minnesota, flew out there and that's where we met. And so we married in uh, Southern California. Mm-hmm. And he took me back to Minnesota to a little rural town uh, that resembles much like much much like Mayberry. So I went from a world that was very fast paced on demand um, to a world that was very, very rural, very quiet, very removed. And so uh, there were challenges right there. Um, of course, being newly married, you're learning how to live with someone and love someone. Mm-hmm. And um, it was wonderful. It was wonderful, but it was very, very different for me. And so I'd say that was a, a shift that took me um, to probably one of my very first, not my biggest up-leveling uh, choices, but one of my first places of big decision and place where I had to dig down deep and find a little bit of courage and boldness to step into something that was very foreign. It helped me realize that I could do hard things. Hard things aren't easy things, but it doesn't mean they're not doable. And I think it was important for me during that season, as I look back, um, the support. You know, I had my husband. I got to know his family a little bit. And uh, having that support when it was tough, being able to connect with them, they're very encouraging, of course, and loving. And so mm-hmm. 33 years later, um, I still am living in Minnesota. And what ended up happening was my entire family followed me there. Oh. And so I share that just because the shift has so much to do with later life. Um, my brother ended up following to spend some time in Minnesota, got married, had kids, settled down. My parents ended up following wow. <laughs> the rest of their lives uh, in Minnesota. So now I hail from Minnesota. Uh, my husband always says you're a Minnesotan because you've lived here longer than you ever lived in LA. That's right. And uh, your, your family as well. So um, I love it. Yeah. So I'm a rural girl now and, and love it. And it's been wonderful. And my oldest uh, child turns 30 this year, my oldest daughter. And I have a a 28-year-old beautiful daughter uh, that follows her, and then our youngest turned 20. So this was a, a big year with my youngest, my baby yes. turning 20, and my oldest turning 30. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was a shift as well. Such a true statement about when we move to a different place, or really we do anything different, that could really apply to a lot of different things, that it really was probably more so about your mindset than anything else. Because your mind was still <laughs> on California time, and in that space in your life. And really what you'd had to do was shift your mindset to say, okay, I'm here now. This is different. It may not be exactly what I thought it was going to be, or it's just, it's just hard to adjust. But really once you change your mindset, everything probably changed for you. You know, you're absolutely right. Mindset, I think is always number one. Everything starts in the mind. Everything Mm -hmm. starts our thoughts, whatever we're choosing to meditate on, whatever we're allowing to set up camp in our brain, right? And we're going to affect our attitude and our choices. I think that, you know, along with that, 
um, having a couple key people that love you, that you trust, that understand the place you're in too, because yes. encouragement is powerful as well. Um, I think sometimes we know the right things. I'll know, Sherry, sit down and spend some time reading your Bible. Sherry, sit down and, you know, um, or stop thinking that, Sherry. You know, you don't need to, to be thinking about that. That's not good. And sometimes I'll still find myself in that, on that little treadmill. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, having an outside accountability partner, I think, is powerful too. But absolutely, um, everything starts with our, our mindset. So I think does. writing it down, you know, I did a lot of writing it down in those days. I am going to learn to drive to town. <laughs> I am going <laughs> to learn my way around. Yeah. Um, with, and you know what, that might sound so simple to somebody else, but it held me back. Yeah. It held me back from going out every day and experiencing more. And I think sometimes those, those things that they're little steps, but they hold us back from so much. We don't realize do. that. Um, I say, you know what, jot that little thing down and, and begin to, you know, meditate on what, you know, it is you want and make space for that. Mm-hmm. And if you need somebody, grab somebody around you. Don't be embarrassed, right? There's somebody you love that you trust, right. trust you, mm-hmm. um, because that's a power partner. So, in, you know, you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but in, in kind of thinking about all that, what do you think taking the upgrade means to you? I think taking the upgrade means choosing to not be fearless. And I think that we have different upgrades along the way, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. Different degrees of upgrades. That was an upgrade for me to simply say, I am not going to sit in this house any longer. Uh, you know, another thing I dealt with in Minnesota was we don't have 30 below weather in, Minnesota, in, in California. Yeah. We don't have six feet of snow. And I'd never driven in snow like this. I'd never been out in whiteout storms. Um, and of course, I'm talking about using wisdom, but you, you have to uh, purpose, I think, and be intentional mm-hmm. that even, you know, you're not going to be fearless. You want to go. It's in your heart. You have the desire if it's a, a small thing, like for me, it was, I have a desire to go to town. Um, be fearless. Taking the upgrade, I think, means to not allow fear to hold you back. Yeah. You can, la- you can label it with whatever your situation looks like today. But what does it mean to take the upgrade? It means to not allow fear of any level or degree to keep you stationary. Mm-hmm. And that can simply mean, you know, um, oh, I feel like I've gained too much weight. I don't want to go to the gym. I mean, you're not taking the upgrade. You're not allowing yourself to step into a healthier place out of fear of, what somebody else might think out of fear of how you might be seen. Um, I don't want to get in the car and drive somewhere. I'm afraid I'll get lost. Well, I'm not taking the upgrade. I'm staying stuck in my house or I'm not experiencing and I'm not sharing my light. And, you know, there's so many areas of life that we can look at and say, oh, wow. Or we don't even recognize that we're not taking the upgrade and we're allowing fear to hold us back. And so I think if we can determine how I really like to go do that, it's, most likely it's an upgrade. I mean, don't you feel like you're upgrading yes. every day to some degree? Oh, yes. I, I for think, sure. Yeah. And that's really what I want people to understand is, you know, of course there probably are bigger upgrades that you can take. And we'll talk about that in a minute, but a lot of the things are very small and they're very simple and they're easy to do, but also easy not to do. And so yeah. I just, I love to tell people that and really help them understand that if you're, if you feel stuck or if you feel scared or afraid, like, you just have to take some action to get out of that, yeah. you know, and, and it looks different for everybody, but just having that in the back of your mind and knowing, okay, right now I'm not taking the upgrade, right? What can I do to take it? I think is really key yeah. to get in that mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be fearless. You have yeah. to, I think you have to be fearless in moving forward. And I always ask myself why, 
if, if I start yeah. to realize I'm feeling stuck, I'm looking around for like, no, you know, I'm not where I want to be when whatever area, why Sherry, why, why are you not moving forward into that? Mm-hmm. And most of the time I'll be able to figure out ultimately if I uncover those layers, <clears throat> I'm anxious or yeah. I'm fearful or I'm intimidated. You know, I, I might not fit in. I might, I might, you know, I might not perform like I think that I should, and then maybe they'll think this and, mm-hmm. um, Absolutely. We have to take action. And again, I'm going to throw back out there having a power partner. Yeah. I mean, cause I tell you what, I've got a couple of power partners in my life. I love that. You I've call known them I need to take action. Yeah. Well, they are. I'm telling yeah. you, I, sometimes my power partner needs to put their heel in my behind. Right. Sometimes you need a push. You know, you need to jump off the deep end. You sure. know that you need to take this step. Even small steps sometimes can can hold us paralyzed mm-hmm. but if you know mm-hmm. that you've got somebody that's for you the same listen by tomorrow this time I want you to call me and you will have done this you have taken this action whatever it is you what know and sometimes it's not yeah sometimes we're not afraid sometimes we just aren't sometimes you know we're not intentional we're not purposed right I, mean, I think there's truth in that I can't I can't say every single person's afraid I do think most of the time mm-hmm. it comes back to some level of hesitation or intimidation because who doesn't want right to step into bigger greater stronger higher more light more influence more opportunity I think most of us would say yes I want that or I want to want that so have that power partner um you know and Carrie you're an awesome one I mean you're an (laughs) awesome power partner people are jumping on your podcast because that's Uh, what you do you know what you do I just I, I mean that's what I'm saying our mission is is just to tell people and just help them understand that it, it really can be as easy as just simply when you're feeling stuck to just write down the lies and the truth. You know, it can be as easy as that. And, and it can really relate to any anybody. I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs on here and, and I'm one myself, but this could be in your life, you know, um, with your kids or, you know, with, with whatever job you're in or your career. I just think that there's, these are principles. I love to share principles that you can really use um, no matter where you're at in your life. So yeah, in saying all of that, what do you feel like is the most pivotal upgrade you've ever taken? Well, without a doubt, the most pivotal would be when at age 50, I said yes to being an entrepreneur. I moved to the Minnesota area and because it was rural, I couldn't even do the job I had in California. Uh I had to drive an hour and a half to get to that career. Mm -hmm. So the opportunities in front of me were work at the local little mall Mm -hmm. or in the local grocery store, or I began to clean houses. And so for the following, wow, 15, 20 years, I had my bucket, my mop, and, uh, I went from home to home with my sister-in-law and mm-hmm. I cleaned homes. And, you know, I loved that because uh, it actually, for where I was, rural Minnesota, paid me the most I could make since I couldn't be in my career. Right. Um, and it allowed me freedom of time. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make the most money I could with my hours. And I wanted to have freedom because I had children. Sure. I wanted to be there in the morning to drive them to school to, you know, not have to run off. And I wanted to be there to pick them up. And I didn't want to miss games. So that allowed me the opportunity to live the life I wanted. And then at age 50, mm-hmm. um, I was introduced to doTERRA uh, essential mm-hmm. oils and, and the, the opportunity of, well, I actually was introduced to doTERRA because my, my children are both health and wellness physicians. My mm-hmm. family is very much into natural health. Yeah. And uh, my son-in-law, um, who's Dr. Josh Axe, um, people mm-hmm. 
follow you or into health and wellness, they'll probably be familiar with him. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's always calling saying, Hey, you guys need to do this. You add this to your life, you know, take this out of your life. This is That's great. We all need that first. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you, he's a power partner, right? Yeah, he's yeah. a power partner, our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said, listen, I have really been doing the research on the essential oils and the next 10, 15 years, uh, we're as a, as a world, as a people, we're going to be reignited to the power and to the effectiveness and how they really help the body. You need to start, you know, using some of these oils. And he said, sure, I've done the research on this company. And this is a fabulous company. You need to look at this. I think you need to do this. And mm-hmm. I had just turned 50. I was not thinking I was going to be changing jobs. Right. But you know what else, Carrie? I was not sure at the same time what our future was going to look like because we're very hard workers. My husband's in construction. Yeah. Um, but like a lot of people working hard, um, do our best to be people of integrity, save money, save money. But we were always just feeling like we were one step behind. I mean, God's good and faithful yeah. and we had our needs met, but how are we going to pay for the colleges? How are we going to pay for weddings? How are we going to pay for retirement? Sure. And uh, we didn't know, you know, we had some hopes. We had some and hopes, I would say that's probably anything. about 95% of anybody could say that. People. Right? Yeah. You're, yeah. You know, you're hoping that that 401k is going to grow. You're yeah. hoping that it's going to be something when you get there. You're, you're really hoping that social security might be around, which we don't plan right. on, but, but the reality is, um, you know, in most situations, people have money to go make money, which we did not have that. Mm-hmm. We couldn't go take a chunk and invest or go buy real estate. We were trying to save money to, you know, to, to just have some savings. And so when I was introduced to doTERRA, 50 years old, mm-hmm still working real hard on all fours, cleaning houses, yeah. um, but saw this opportunity to begin to educate and share and teach people about how to get healthy. This was so far out of my comfort zone. I can't even tell you, you know, oh, I, I, can, I, we, I we tried to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, you can, I bet you can. You can definitely um, just the schooling you've had, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, it was all, it all looked a little bit impossible to me. Mm-hmm. It all looked out of my zone and out of my ability and out of, uh, there was no comfort in it. And so when you talk about the most pivotal, I would say it's most pivotal, pivotal, but it's also the, the hugest, scariest, um, took the most faith. It took power partners. It took a few people saying you can do this. And, you know, you said something earlier, Carrie, you said, you know, it's a simple thing. It's it's one at a time. It's like one step at a time, just Mm -hmm. writing them down. I think, when I look back, we did move that way. I knew that I had to take, I at least knew that if I was going to move into this, I had to take it one day at a time, mm-hmm. one step at a time, because it was so big. Yeah. Um, but that's what I did. And so I thank the Lord, but there were some awesome people in my life that encouraged me. I've always been really big on mindset, which you said. And so I go to the Bible. I had a lot of scripture that were my power verses, had some power partners. And so mm-hmm. I simply did the first thing and that was say yes. Gosh, I love it. <laughs> that you was know, the first thing. That sometimes that's the hardest thing to do because I'm sure in your way down deep, you know, it, you knew it was going to be big, and you knew it was going to take a, a different version of yourself and all of that. Um, and but you said yes anyway. And I also love that you know you said you had to have support. I mean, but but I think that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to go to His Word first. And, and ask, you know, and pray to him first. But he also wants us to have those strong relationships because he made us relational. 
He wants us to lean on other people, you know, and that lifts that, that just allows for a deeper connection. So I love, I love that, you know, and, and I'd love to kind of just ask you this other question that goes along with that one is how did that, how did that decision bring you to where you are today? Cause I know it's been an interesting journey, right? An amazing journey. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting and amazing journey. Four years now. So I'm Mm -hmm. 54. I'll be 55 in the spring. Um, it, it took us from saying yes that day to four years later. Um, if we're going to talk in a work sense or in a career sense mm-hmm. to being completely financially free to yeah. replacing my income, replacing my husband's income and, and offering us the time freedom that I've been so hungry for yeah. as a mama who was cleaning houses, the financial freedom as a mama and a couple that we were so hungry for uh, in order to you know help our kids with college and weddings, not wanting to see them step into life in debt to be able to do what we could. There, we, there's a lot of ministries that we want to mm-hmm. partner with and be a part of the freedom to sow into them. It has changed everything, Carrie. If I had not said yes, if I had not, you know, took the leap, the jump, um, I, I'd still be cleaning houses today. And I think about that. I think, you know, when fear holds us back, when we're not willing to, when we don't, we don't do the hard thing or we don't, we don't do that stretching thing. We, we allow ourselves to stay stuck. We allow ourselves to play small. We don't realize what we're missing. And, and I can look at this place now and I get so excited to encourage people because I would never have told you four years ago mm-hmm. that four years later we would be in this place and it is growing, right? Yes. It, it continues to increase. It's not even that now we're stuck in a new place. It has taken on a life of its own and it's not just our life that's changed. Our life has changed so huge you, you're so right this mm-hmm. life is about being relational it's about a relationship with the lord and then a relationship to each other and supporting each other but the amount of people that have come into my life that yeah. have connected with me that have sown into me that have grown me in my who i am and and sherry and helping her grow into who god's called her to be i would have never met them outside this right. journey and the people that god's given me the opportunity to spill my light onto and mm-hmm. recognizing that we all have that light. We all have the unique gift. Nobody's made another you. Nobody's made another me. Mm-hmm. And in that, we have a responsibility to step out and to let our light shine. And that means not staying stuck. It means we need to step out and up level step by step. It means we do it together, that we're not afraid to ask for help. But if we haven't said yes, and I'm telling you, girl, um, probably just about every day for the first six months, <laughs> I was pulling on my power partners. I'm sure uh-huh. they got a little tired of hearing from me. And I was looking at what I had written down, the scripture I had written down. I can do all things through Christ. That says all. Mm-hmm. Now, I know every, not everybody grounds in the same place, but I ground in the word of God. I ground in the Bible. And yeah. it kept telling me that there was nothing that was impossible if I kept my mind set on him. And that was that mindset. If I kept my intentions connected to what God has said, and then if I did my part, we can't just sit in our house and think it's going to just show up at the front door, right? right. We have to take the step, but we can, we can. So if people are feeling to be like they can't, um, they're on your podcast. That means they want to. That's so right. They got to you know what? find their power partner, right? The one thing that you're saying though, it, you know, I think a lot of times, um, especially as a Christian, you know, we can just pray and pray and pray about something, but then we never take action on it. 
And of course, I don't want to ever say God doesn't want you to pray about something because he does, but he also wants you to take action because, you know, just like you said, like he's given us this gift. And that's what I felt so deeply. Like, you know, when I was first introduced to Terra, I felt the same way as you. I was super, I mean, I was so happy that I had gotten them for myself, but I just even thinking about taking that elsewhere and sharing with other people, that was scary to me too. But he just kept reminding me, like, I gave you this gift. You have to share it. Like he told us that we're plan A and there is no plan B. So that is a great calling on everybody's life, no matter what gifts you have to share. He wants you to share them. Yeah, I absolutely. And you know, when you were just sharing what popped up my heart was, you know, we do pray about everything and we've got, we've got God's word that encourages us and, and helps us know we can do it. We can do all things. But his word also says that faith without works is dead. And, and that doesn't mean that we work for our love from God or our salvation. Mm-hmm. We don't work it, but, but works, action, that is a result of true believing. Yeah, They're connected. And so if there's something in your heart, if you, there's something you desire, if you want to step out of your nine to five, if you want for more finances flowing through you for the, the things that God's put in your heart, there's that want. Mix your faith with that. Mix your faith with that word. And as you do, the result is going to be, you cannot omit, you can't not step into. Action has to happen. That's your next part. Mm-hmm. Put the action to it and God is faithful to meet you there. And I, he always does, you know, always. I think we don't always count it for as big a deal as it is, but like, it is a big deal. Everything we do, everything we do, it's a big deal. It's a, it's, it matters. And it's a responsibility. You know, you know? I, I it, it is. And, you know, looking back, I didn't realize how pivotal that moment was mm-hmm. going to be. We never right, do. Right? Yeah. So we never do. So now we know that today. Today, we know that we do not know if this is the thing that's going to shift us into the call, the fullness. Mm-hmm. Is this the thing that's going to allow us to step into the platform of influence and loving people and meeting needs? The things are in your heart. People have so many incredible things in their heart. So you have to. You have to step out. You have to be willing to take that action, to do that small thing, to tell that power partner to, you know, kick you in the behind, whatever it is to move forward. You can do it and you have to, because this, this very well. And you know what? I would say it might, it might, it might be the pivotal moment for someone else. Haven't you seen yes. that, Carrie? Yeah. You've had the pivotal moment for you. Like you said, these oils have shifted your life, but how many people have you not met yet that if you don't, the pivotal moment for them could simply be we were we were destined for sickness and disease and our life pivoted when Carrie brought these oils into our life yeah. or when Sherry shared and beyond money, beyond financial freedom, beyond um, all of those things is the health and wellness of myself and the people I love. That's right. And you can't get that back. These, you know, I mean, you can't get that back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is it. twofold. I, I mean, I'm so thankful to the Lord for the op- opportunity to tear in our life because it has taken it has increased our health. It's increased our longevity. Um, well, you hear how fast I talk. I mean, I'm almost 55. I'm not slowing down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and now through doTERRA, thank you, Lord, this opportunity to not be held back mm-hmm. by finances or job restrictions. And so um, getting out and, and sharing with the world uh, the truth of how health can really, really shift naturally. That's I'm, right. I mean, I'm so excited. I know, you know, and, 
And it really is like just taking that first step without seeing the whole staircase or just following the little breadcrumbs. And in, in the daily things we do, those are what make the biggest difference. So what do you feel yeah. like your non-negotiables are that you do every day for the most part? Anyway. Well, my number one non-negotiable is probably spoke out a little bit. And that is I have to spend time with the Lord and yeah. not in a way that is um, not in a, a restrictive uh, checking off my list, not in a, Mm-hmm. like religious fashion like that, but it's like it's relationship. And in my relationship with the Lord is um, where I, I feel like I get my direction. I'm, I go to God's word, spend time, you know, praying. And you mentioned mindset in the beginning. I believe that my mind is renewed by God's word. I believe that mm-hmm. I'm transformed. If my attitude is sour, if I'm starting to get in a, a place that's just heavy or discouraged, because I'll tell you what, you can have financial freedom. There's still discouragement that can come. That's right. You, can, you know, there's, there's still difficulties. Um, I need the Lord. And so that is a non-negotiable. And what's awesome is that I find if, not if, but when, once I spend some time and I put my eyes on his word and I get it inside me, it does stir me up and it renews me and it helps me believe. And, you know, we know that your eyes and your ears, um, you know, reading things, our mouth, those are gateways to our to our soul and I think that's why it's important we write things down like you said earlier Carrie those steps mm-hmm. because you know we're getting it out we're, we're giving them a life and we can remove it if it shouldn't have life we can write that lie down and say you're done that's right you know and so that time with me and that quiet time it helps me figure out you know what that's not true that's right. not true and, and I'll write things down like you mentioned earlier and sometimes I'll actually set that piece of paper on fire that in a very perfect. safe way that's an yeah, burn idea. that sucker up. Yeah, you're done with that. Burn it up. You don't need that anymore. Yeah, when it, <laughs> you do not need that. It is gone, and don't let it hold you back. And so, I would say my non-negotiables are that, first of all, and then, um, and I have a husband. You know that that we're in this partnership together, so it's always communicating so that we're we're of like mind the best we can, and we're we're honoring each other. And you know, what are you thinking now on this? Because um, if you have a partner and a family, um, these things are you're stronger connected. These are your, these are your closest power partners. Sometimes your kids, are your closest power partners <laughs> and they right. keep you on track. But so I pull them in the non-negotiable there is to sewing into that relationship with my spouse. But I was not, I'm a type A personality. Again, you can probably tell that from my speed. I time block. <laughs> yeah. And so if you were to ask me a non-negotiable in my life, it's time blocking. And what I've time blocked then are my non-negotiables each day. My days look different. My days look different. There are days I need to take care of me. There are days that I need to, you know, um, get work done. And right. so my non-negotiables are spend time with the Lord, making sure my relationships, my home is in order and those priorities are right. And then what is Sherry time blocked for the week so that they're prior, they're, it's prioritized. Otherwise, I split like a butterfly to the left and the right. Yeah. And I may have intended to even take a step, an action step, and I've I end up not because it wasn't time blocked and I get busy with something else. I think sometimes when I'm stuck and I need to move out of something, um, I try and time block things out because I'll just put it off. Oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it oh, later. Sure. I'll do it later. Yeah. You know? And so time blocking for me is, is, uh, has been a non-negotiable. It's determined each day. And, you know, I realized as well that I would end my days feeling like I just never got enough done. And that's a lie too. It understanding is. that, I thought that you, you know yeah yeah we, we are enough so and, and for me when I time block this has been powerful because I'll be like you know time with the Lord 
Uh, make sure you talk to Joel and you've got some good conversation. Make sure there's a good meal made for everybody. Okay, you need to return these emails, Sherry, today. You need to, I'm teaching this class. Maybe I need to order a couple oils. Maybe I need to go learn about an oil. I write it out. And then I've got my free time in there too. And then I try and be done by, uh, in all honesty, I try and be done by three or four in the afternoon if I'm not teaching a class somewhere. Because there needs to be time that I can just pick up um, the little pieces, maybe the things that erupt you know, and, and mm-hmm. still be in that place of peace. So um, for oh, me, yeah. non-negotiables all fall under the category of time blocking. Mm-hmm. I, but I love that you mentioned that um, it doesn't have to look the same every day and that there's time in there for you. A lot of times people think that um, time blocking is just work-related activities. But I think what the one of the biggest things that I've learned as an entrepreneur and going from a nine to five job and that mentality to working for yourself is that you need time for you because, you know, even though I love to check things off my list and I love to feel productive that way, God has really showed me that I need time with him and that needs to be a big priority, the probably number one priority. And then I need time with myself, you know, just to, to relax and to um, really dream, you know, and visualize what the future is going to be like. So I think that's one of the the biggest upgrades that you can take is to not be busy all the time. Uh, You know what? You're absolutely right. And it is not, it's not the norm. And I don't even know Mm -hmm. if our world today has even begun to really lean into that because that's something I'm trying to practice too. Once we have the revelation that if your cup is not full, you, you are not going to give and um, accomplish and be successful and achieve any of the things that you're working so hard to cross off your list. They're, they're coming from a real skinny place. If yeah. you know, you might get something done, but at least for me, I, I end up doing it out of impatience. Um, maybe not. I mean, you have to be full. You yes. have to be, it's not a selfish thing. It's a responsible thing. And to be the best us that we can be to, Make sure that we're taking that bath, that we're taking that walk, that we're getting in the workout, that we're taking time to, to read. For a while, for me, it'd be like, well, yeah, I'm going to read. I'm going to read this self-help book. And then I realized, like, no, there are times I need to just go read because I enjoy reading. Yeah. You need to do things that you enjoy, um, that fill so right. you up. Because mm-hmm. from the place of overflow, you, you spill with a, bu- a bubbliness, a fullness that it, it sows into people differently mm-hmm. than second something off our list. Yes. I mean, and that's been a hard lesson for me to learn, honestly, and I'm still learning it. You know, it's kind of always a work in progress, but I just think yeah, that, that realizing those things and, and really um, evaluating every day, you know, what, what was good today, what was bad today, that's really how you become a better leader. And I, and I know that, that as time goes on, you know, being a leader and a good leader is going to be something that is few and far between because we're so busy and we're so just um, burnt out because we don't take this that time for ourselves. So that's something I'm really paying attention to because God's called me to be a good leader. He's called us all to be that, but it takes, yeah. it takes responsibility and really leaning into what his word says. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, People may not, people may not uh, feel like, well, I'm not really a leader looking around the lives. Every, yes, yes. Yes, you, you are. are. Yeah. You, you are leading. And I'm going to offer to you that you're probably leading people you're not even aware of. Mm-hmm. There are, you, you, people don't realize the influence they have. And even, that somebody else is watching them. 
Yes. And I mean, you know, just think if you're just, if you think I'm just a mom or I'm just a dad or whatever, I mean, you're leading your kids. That's one of the greatest leadership roles that we ever have. The most important. Yes. Yeah. We lead in our, we lead in our homes and then, you know, we lead in our churches, we lead in our schools, we lead in our communities. We lead, your child may be in a sport with somebody and you have no idea there's another mom or dad Mm -hmm. that is catching notice of the way you send them off into that game or the way you're putting them into the car and strapping them in. And we all take notice when there's difficulty with a mom and a child or somebody right. you know, having a breakdown. We people are paying attention, but you oh, know yeah. they're paying attention to the good too. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we, we are called to love you said, we're all called to be leaders. There is, and if, if, if we're all called to be leaders and we're not responding, that call's not going to go away. So That's right. I, that we can be, we can be encouraged. All right, then let's respond to that call. How do we do it? We do it from this place of, first of all, being true to being the best us we can. Because that's what God's asking us to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, back to the, the time blocking thing, Carrie, a lot of times I'll look at my week and I'll say, Sherry, you're going to get in two baths this week. You're going to make sure you work out three, three times this week. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, maybe you're going to do two saunas this week. And so I'll kind of tell myself at the beginning of the week and for as much as I time block. But I want to have an idea that, listen, Sherry, if you don't do some of these things for you this week, you're not going to be able to bring to the table yeah. what they deserve. Mm-hmm what they deserve, you know? So love that, you know, just to pivot a little bit um, from what we've been discussing, like what do you wish everyone else knew that would change their lives? Well, of course the Lord, (laughs) I think it's number one because I mean, there's just no way around that. Um, When the Lord anchors you, um, you have that place to go. And I I like to say, stop, drop and dump. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we get heavy and we're carrying stuff we shouldn't be carrying, right? And yeah. uh, whether it's work, family, finances, it doesn't matter. We need to cast that care somewhere. And um, if you're carrying and you're heavy, it, everything's hard. You're, you're not going to be stepping out of your comfort zone. You're not going to be up leveling. And so we got to dump all that first. And so I it's say the like very a, much, It's like a 50-pound backpack. You can't carry that around. Word. Right. And we're not created to, it's not the intention of God. He's like, you know, cast your care on me. I care for you. So, and, and you know what, I would encourage people that even if they don't feel like they know God or have a relationship with God, I would offer them today. You can still do that. You can say, God, I don't know that I know you, but I want to dump my care on you. And I'm going to choose to believe you care for me. You know, come on in and show me, show me yourself. And God's so good. He's a God of love. He does that. So that's the the first thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, after that, what do I wish, what do I wish people knew? You know, it's hard for me not to right away. I'll be honest from all the way the Lord filters into every of my life. I, I, it's hard for me. I, I feel like everybody should know about oils. <laughs> I, know, right? I know this isn't a commercial. But, no, no. You, know, you ask about up leveling and pivoting. And I am, or I was a 50 year old woman cleaning houses, loving my family, working hard, loving Jesus but not, there was no opportunity for me to shift us into the place of dreams. I wasn't dreaming, Carrie. Mm-hmm. I loved the Lord and I was doing my best to be faithful, but I was, I was just choosing to be content with where I was at, even though there, I was hungry for things in my heart. And you know what? You can be content and be hungry for yeah, things. You're right. You're right. You can be both. And yep. so that's not being uh, ungrateful. That's not being Oh, you're not satisfied where you are. No, that's not he that. Wants you to. He created us to dream. Yeah. He, you know, he, he, he's the biggest dreamer of all. And so we're wired that way. And until we step into it, we will forever be hungry for the next thing. And so 
Um, I wish people understood that the dream in their heart is there to be achieved, to be lived. Everybody's dream is a little different. And that's because we're different. And it's specific to you. And it's for you to live out. That's yeah. the truth. And when you put God in that mix, and what I loved about doTERRA for me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying it has to be doTERRA for people, but I didn't have the education. I didn't have the connections. I didn't have the sure. network. I didn't, I didn't have the opportunity. This is a company that is of like mind, that's offering something people need, right? Essential yeah. oils to bring oh, yeah. health to families. And it's an unlimited opportunity for income to anybody that wants, to anybody that would choose. And so, um, I and wish it, people knew about that because go ahead. It would, no, I was just saying, you know, I just look at your story and, and some of that I didn't know. You're just such a hard worker. You know, you were already doing the work, but now you can pour yourself into something that helps people in a much bigger way. Um, whether it's just through their health and if they're just using essential oils for their family, like that's such a huge piece too, but then huge. you can offer financial freedom and time freedom and just, Something that, I mean, I never dreamed about having that, you know, I just, I was going to work at the pharmacy mm-hmm. until I retired, you know, and there's just so many right. people that are in that space because they just don't know that this is out there. And so, I mean, I do feel that that's a responsibility for me. And I'm sure that you feel the same way of to just show people you can have freedom in your health and your finances and your time. You know, God wants all of that for you. And this may be exactly Absolutely. what you're praying for. Absolutely. There's so many people that go to work every day. They work hard. They work honest. That's what's been offered to them as far as the opportunity. Mm -hmm. All they need is a chance. All they need is an opportunity. All they need is somebody to give them uh, an introduction to whether it's how many people do you know that just aren't healthy? They don't understand. You can't keep drinking diet pop. They don't realize how bad it is. They think drinking diet pop is the healthy choice because they're not drinking regular pop. That was me. That was me at one time. That, that was me. I, I just don't even want to admit it, but it was. <laughs> I, I was addicted to diet, Pepsi, and Lime. That was me. Oh but you know God. what? I was making that choice thinking it was the better choice. So yeah. I would tell you, I mean, my opinion is that most people, they're doing their best to do it right. That's they're right. working hard to try and be healthy, make better choices, work hard for their family. They just haven't been introduced to. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? There is a way that I can help my family naturally and I can afford it right here at home. Yes. There's a way that I, we can begin to replace an income. You know, girl, all I wanted to make was $500 a month when we started. That's right. That replaced my income. But that $500 a month changed our family's life. Me cleaning houses and making $500 a month, it allowed my kids to do things otherwise they weren't able to do. It was huge. Yeah. You know, oh, there gosh. are families that just think that much. And now, look, look at the opportunities. So you're right. It is a responsibility of us to share Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter whatever people want to say yes to whatever degree they're interested. That's awesome. That's awesome. But it's for everybody. I wish everybody knew that. That's what I wish everybody knew. Jesus and that. I love it, man. You are just, you're throwing truth bombs (laughs) all over the place. (laughs) I just know just up until this point, like somebody's going to listen to this and they're going to go take a serious upgrade because there's a lot of truth that's been shared so far. I want to ask you a few bonus questions just for fun. So what, what book are you reading? I always like to know what, what books people are reading. <laughs> okay. So right now it, it, it's not going to make any sense to people because it's not a, a um, uh, up leveling book probably. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, oh, uh, personal. Yeah. Group. I'm reading the new essential oil book, the new my essential. <laughs> I'm going through that. I know that's, um, I'm going through it and I'm reading, I'm reading, I know, and I'm reading <laughs> Symphony of the Cells. I'm reading Symphony of the Cells, which again, um, yeah. this is, you know, you know, all the work is that, but it was new to me. Uh, whenever I'm introduced to something um, mm-hmm. new like that, that I know is truth, I love truth. Kate comes back to it. my favorite book is the Bible. So that's that right. is my favorite book. But um, only the truth sets you free. And mm-hmm. so as I keep learning more truth, the, the truth about what oils do in the body, the truth about how to quit drinking that Pepsi because we can be healthy, the truth that right. at 50 years old, you can shift your future. So actually, it, it's making me free. It's bringing freedom to people I love. And so mm-hmm. I'm grabbing those books because I'm I like, I don't know this yet. I know there's freedom in this. But, um, but you know what? I've, I've, um, I, love, I love reading self-help books. I've read a lot. I do a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of scripture-based podcasts well, because well, I will go back again to saying. Share with us like maybe who, what your top who? two, two favorite, favorite podcasts are. That'd oh, be good. Well, uh, Joseph Prince. I listen to Joseph Prince mm-hmm. Ministries. I mean, he's a pastor. He's in Asia and he is just a lot of Bible-based word. And okay. for me, when I read and I study the word, well, I know this is truth. It, it gives me the strength on the inside up level it gives me the strength on the inside to take the action step to make the move mm-hmm. um it takes it, it, it shifts me to the place of, of, of being able to stand against fear so that's always my my go-to i don't go a day without a podcast or um, a scripture-based focus go pro is a good book i read i really enjoyed that you know uh, i don't for me i'm in the car quite a bit so mm-hmm. i listen to audiobooks and i'm probably do that even more than reading Right. Um, I'll keep my Bible in front of my eyes, but so much more. I love podcasts. Love it. Love it. So what, what can you not live without right now? Okay. I'm not going to keep saying Jesus because I think everybody gets that, but I would say, yes, I'm with you on Um, that. But you know what, what I would go to right away besides, um, besides the Lord, I travel quite a bit, but whether I'm traveling or I'm at home, something is an absolute non-negotiable. I can't live without is every day I do a protein shake with mm-hmm. greens, with collagen, and that is my staple. You know what? Emotions, our mental health, our physical health, our energy level, our focus, none of it works without basic core nutrition. Right. And whether you're at home and you're a busy mama, whether you're on the road and you're a busy mom, whether you're a busy single person, it doesn't matter. Every area of your life has got to come place. It comes back to this place of balance on the inside. And so I've learned from my kids uh, mm-hmm. that, you know what, you get this in one time a day and you know, you've got this launch pad. That's so right. This is my non-negotiable and you'll find me. You can look at my purse right now. <laughs> I've got a baggie and it's got a mix of collagen, pro, uh, protein and the greens in it because yeah. all I need is water. And I know I can shake that up and I can That's drink right. that down and, um, from second airport on the go. And, you know, for people who struggle during the day with lack of focus or feeling imbalanced or, you know, mm-hmm. having a sugar crash, maybe, you know, a lot of uh, yeah. sugar in your coffee in the morning or something. Um, I would encourage you, uh, you know, get some tear greens and a protein shake and um, mm-hmm. collagen and, um, and my oils. Those are, I, I, I won't be without them, not at home, not traveling. I, I have a collegiate athlete, uh, son, he mm-hmm. plays uh, collegiate baseball He's got all the same things in his home. My two, other two kids are older. They've got all the same things in their home. Yes. Our family is um, really committed to that core nutrition and those oils are the first line of defense. Love it. 
Um, I, I do love a good smoothie as well. You're making me want to go make one. I, just, <laughs> I want to get off this interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So what is one thing that you struggle with? I'll tell you the first thing that comes to mind because there's a few things I struggle with. I go too freaking fast. <laughs> I struggle <laughs> with not just slowing down. And like you said earlier, this is a huge thing you said, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Write down the truths, write down the lies. And I am type A personality. There, I go so fast. I'm like, okay, I don't need to write that down. I just think that I can just get rid of that in my mind. You hear how fast they talk. I'm, I'm learning to slow down how I speak. I'm learning how to slow down my, my you know, intentions and my movements. And it matters if you stop and you put your eyes on the words. Yeah. You know, Sherry, you might have it in your brain. You might think you can tuck it away. I, I go too fast and I struggle with, buying into that I get more done that way and I'm more successful that way and mm. um come on let's go let's move let's go and you know I actually gave myself an ulcer about two years ago really and yeah. um yeah and you know I, I came to my son and I said I'm having all these symptoms I've never had these symptoms before what is this and he said oh you know my you've got it sounds like you've got an ulcer mm-hmm. and so he's you know here's the aloe vera here's the you get all the natural supports uh, which if any of you struggle out there, there's some natural ways that you yes. can definitely help your body. Your body is created to heal. And so my body did heal, but um, I had to slow down. And it it was a little bit of a grabbing me and saying, you know what? That's not true. You don't get more done just because you move fast. You're not winning right. just because you're out in front. That's not true. It's not true. And I think that we miss so much. And I think we even wear ourselves down, tear ourselves down physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, or empty faster. Um, and so I'm learning how to slow my speech down, uh, be mm-hmm. intentional, be intentional. And that's why the time blocking was so important for me, mm-hmm. because I would get up, Carrie, and I would run. And there are times I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to grab that protein shake. And I would find I was out the door. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my word, I went so fast that it's on the counter. Yeah. I didn't even grab it with me. And so I'm, I was just missing because I was going at such a high speed. So for mm-hmm. me, I'm learning that, um, no, that's a big miss. And I do things better, more complete, the place of, um, you know, real intention. And so I'm absorbing more and I'm able to give more and be true to the people around me and the, mm-hmm. the opportunities God's given me every day. I run so fast to get things done and be the one who got the most down the list that, um, that I am not even being impacted or making the impact I'm called to. So we have a lot I of struggle time. with that. <laughs> a lot. Um, oh, I definitely yeah, think I love you know, even if you're not as driven, um, you know, of a person, I think we can all say that we're probably too busy and we're probably just running mm-hmm. around everywhere because technology keeps us way too busy. It's, it's, we have distractions yeah. in our lives that need to go. So I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. So one more, yeah. one more bonus question for you. What is your favorite healthy snack and what is your favorite indulgence? I don't know if you're going to call this a snack, but I have to say, cause this is what I will have okay. in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a cup of coffee. Oh yeah. Uh, you, you do carry your coffee <laughs> cup around everywhere. I love it. Yeah, I see you know that. Uh, it is a cup of coffee. I try to do my best to not, um, mm-hmm. you know, make sure that I, I monitor what I drink. It's always organic coffee because coffee beans are the most highly pesticide yes. sprayed product comes in our country. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that, but um, a, a good cup of organic coffee, 
Um, and I will use a little bit of cream that I know is uh, non-GMO, uh-huh. completely healthy cream. And that is my, that is my snack. I almost feel like it's an indulgence a little bit too, because it's cream. Yeah, but, um, but, but you know what? I can sip on it. You've seen me in action. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know. It, I do really enjoy it. And you know what? The honest truth is it doesn't even matter to me if it's caffeinated or not. Right. Um, I, that, that's my, that's my snack. Now, you know, on the go though, I will try and take along a good source of protein, maybe some mm-hmm. almond butter. Um, yeah. I, we travel a lot. I'll try and take, I like an apple on a plane. Um, uh-huh. So I know it's real basic, but uh, yeah, yeah. a lot of times when I get somewhere, I like fresh blueberries too. That's one of my mm-hmm. favorite snacks. I like something that I can work on for a while. So that makes, I don't like snacks to go fast. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm with you on that. I love to say yeah, so it's like a, <laughs> my blueberries or take time with my apple. Yeah, that's right. So, I love it. And then the indulgence, you know, I would say um, I do love desserts. And something I've learned from my kids is you can actually cook very whole, clean, um, healthy desserts. And yeah. so I'm going to say that like a organic, healthy pumpkin pie. We actually mm-hmm. have one here at the house. Chelsea whipped up and she reminded yeah. me, oh my word, this is one of my favorites. Man, this has been so fun. Thank you so much for sharing with us. I'd love for you to tell people how they might could get in touch with you. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, email me for sure at Essentials Coach. Essentials Coach is kind of what I go by. I'm all uh-huh. about the essentials of life. That's okay. my focus. So yeah. it's just Essentials Coach at Gmail. Yeah, I'm on Facebook, Sherry Hoyt Vreeman. Sherry Vreeman, uh, my last name was a V, like a victory, I like to say. Yeah, I love that. Um, it, it, it gets mixed up a lot of time with, with people whose last name starts with F. So Sherry yeah. Vreeman. And I'm on Instagram, Sherry underscore Vreeman, V-R-E-E-M-A-N. So I love to connect with people. I just really think that today's episode is going to touch someone in a really powerful way. And I can't wait to see the ripple of results that's going to happen in somebody's life. I love it. Thanks for listening to today's Take the Upgrade podcast. To make sure you don't miss any of our episodes, click subscribe now. And if you love today's episode, we would be so grateful if you would share it and leave us a review. If you'd like to learn more about what it means to take the upgrade, including daily tips and inspiration, Follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. We also have a free ebook waiting for you on the top three habits to upgrade your health. You can download that by visiting our website, anaturalshift.com and opting into our email. Links are in the show notes. And as always, it's those daily choices that lead to real progress and lasting change. Until next time.